I'm growing hair on my vulva, but my mum doesn't have any. What's going on? And welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul, and I sit in a car with you each week, answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. This week's question comes from an 11 and 12 year old. It was a question that I was asked in a relationship and sexuality education class uh, last year. So what is this question actually about? It's actually about the messages that our culture sends us or that the world around us sends us about what is right to have on our body or to look like with our body and what is wrong to have on our body or to look like with our body. Questions about body hair um, hit close to my heart because um, pretty much since puberty, I have had a body hair love-hate relationship. I have got really great eyebrows and eyelashes and my head hair is thick and perfect, but oh boy, do I have like mountains of leg hair and arm hair and my pubic hair has always been super duper wild. So if your child asks you about pubic hair and you've removed yours, here's what you can say. Number one, pubic hair is absolutely, utterly and completely normal. Most bodies grow pubic hair of some color, some size and some shape and everybody's pubic hair can be different. Point number two, some of us decide to remove our pubic hair because it makes us feel more comfortable. Maybe our pubic hair is showing through or poking out of our swimwear or our underwear and we just don't like it. And the reason we don't like it is often because we haven't seen a lot of photos or pictures of people with pubic hair that uh, is a little bit wild and maybe poking out the sides of our underwear or our swimmers. So we decide to remove it. Point number three. In an ideal world, it actually would be wonderful if every single person, no matter what body they were born into, no matter how much hair they had, wherever it was, felt comfortable and at ease to be in the body they were born into. But that's not very common, to be quite honest. And sometimes we might feel like, oh, we feel sort of bad or embarrassed because we don't feel proud of our body. Um, that we feel a bit ashamed of our body the way it was born. But um, it's pretty normal to have trouble accepting our body the way it is because there is so much pressure on us to change it, to be like what we see in the movies or on advertisements or whatever it is. And remember, there is lots of pressure to buy things to make our body better. Shavers, hair removal creams, fake tans, waxing treatments. So it's okay if um, you need to change your body, if it's not quite the way you were born. But keep in mind that it's to do with the pressure around us that makes us make those decisions and makes us spend our money on those sort of things. And that's just something to be aware of. This episode of Sitting in a Car has been brought to you by Become a Comfortable Parent, the free workshop series that helps parents get more comfortable talking about puberty, bodies and sex. If you would like to be notified when that workshop next starts and it's happening toward the end of September, head on over to sarahsproul.com forward slash comfortable. sarahsproul.com forward slash comfortable. 
And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And while you're here, can I ask for your help? Would you review or give a star rating to Sitting in a Car on iTunes? This helps parents just like you find the support and information they need to do this part of their parenting even better. Thanks for that and bye for now.